Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to our very first episode. This is Bibliotech On Air. I'm Rosanna, Technical Center Assistant here at Bibliotech West. Hey everyone, I'm Jesse Garcia. I'm the manager here at Bibliotech West. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. My name is Israel. I'm the assistant branch manager here at Bibliotech West. Hey everyone, my name is Ruby. I'm the lead tech center assistant for Bibliotech West. If you're joining us today, some of y'all might be wondering, what is Bibliotech? Y'all might have seen us around town or maybe online. We are a digital library, the first public national digital library. Pretty big flex right there. Uh, so we're going to talk about that history a little bit. Bibliotech definitely has an interesting history. It is the brainchild of Judge Nelson Wolf. Uh, most of our listeners might be familiar with him. He was the mayor of San Antonio, and more recently, he's been serving as our county judge. One thing you might not be aware of, Judge Wolf was at one point the CEO of Sun Harvest Farms. And so in that capacity, he would set up retail stores, he would train staff, and just try to make sure that customers had a good time in the store. Eventually, when he became a politician, he read Walter Isaacson's biography on Steve Jobs and just got really inspired by his creativity and thought that he could take that and build a unique library. And so he took that creative inspiration and melded it with his retail experience to create a library that had resources that were more targeted to our patrons. So for instance, before we ever built a branch, we did research to see what part of the community uh, really needed access to the internet. And when we found that there was a need on the south side, that's where we purposefully built our first branch. The idea was that the resources are targeted. A lot of libraries have the idea that they're just gonna have a bunch of resources, a bunch of books, just a bunch of everything. And here at Bibliotech, we really try to concentrate on what um, our patrons need uh, so that we can try to bridge that digital divide uh, that's prevalent here in town and just make sure that everybody has access to the technology that they need. Alrighty, so just a little bit more about my personal experience with Bibliotech. I've been with Bibliotech going on four years coming this July, but I did grow up on the inner city west side of San Antonio. So I went to Lanier High School, Tapoya Middle School, De Zavala. And so I'm definitely part of the population that's targeted um, for Bib that Bibliotech targets. Um, so I've definitely experienced, you know, the need. I've seen the need. I didn't grow up with internet. I didn't grow up with the latest game systems. I didn't grow up with a laptop. I didn't get a phone until I was my freshman year of college, right? And even at that, it wasn't even a phone. It was an iPod Touch that I had a texting app with. Um, and so, no, in school and definitely in college as well, I've seen, you know, how important it is to have a center, have to have a digital library where our patients can come and use these app, these resources for free, right? It's a space, it's a space where people are comfortable in, right? Not everybody is comfortable with technology. There's even some students who don't know how to use technology for, for a variety of reasons. Um, we also have our older patrons that come in as well who might not be familiar with those resources and how to use them. And so I've really been, I'm just really a testament to the need of the community and how Bibliotech fulfills that need. We have the latest game systems. We have, um, you know, we have 36 computers. We have Adobe Suite. We have programming that's catered to adults, um, to teenagers, to children as well. And so we're just really, as Jesse said, assessing the needs of the community and really, you know, seeing how we can fulfill those needs to the best of our ability. Um, we're always taking suggestions and yeah. So that's just a little bit of my personal experience with it. I think it's cool how 
they really research into what the community can utilize. And like you mentioned, we have the computers and all the devices that they can check out. Um, so the branches that we do have now are Bibliotech East, South and West. And the new one that's going to be opening up Bibliotech EDU, that one's going to have a makerspace, robotics lab and recording studio and a children's room. And of course, the ebooks and e-readers uh, for the community. So that one's really good, just adding more um, spaces and technology that the community can utilize for free. And call us a tree because we really have branched out. We're not going to let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. You had to, you had to fit it in there. It had, we had to have it. But it's so cool going back to what Israel said. You do have like people who are young and old that aren't quite tech savvy, but then you do have like older folks who, surprisingly enough, they are really yeah. tech savvy. Like there's been a couple times where I'm like, I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> They're teaching us. Yeah. But then, like, on the other hand, like, you'll see a young person come in and, like, you know, I. This was a couple months ago. I had a young mom come in and she's like, I don't know anything about how to use these computers. Like, you know, of course we were there to help her, but it was just, it was kind of cool because, again, later on, you see someone older and they just know all these shortcuts mm -hmm. and granted they do it at their own pace and what's cool about that is that we're constantly learning also the patrons coming in are teaching us things that we can use to help other patrons you know we, an idea that we do for one patron we can extend it to another patron and, and so on and so on mm -hmm. oh absolutely you're like when we have um reps from different organizations yeah. come in and you know they really tell us they like what they're doing and sometimes they even want to uh, try and work with us or you know try to get Bibliotech more out there. Like, yeah. I think the last time we had the um, Free Texas rep come yes. in and oh, she yes. was uh, helping get a GED mm -hmm. for a yeah, former inmate. So that was really neat. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. Yeah, I really like the vibe that the branches give off, especially because um, we, we, so we don't have any physical books and we don't have to have staff maintaining those books. So we encourage our patrons to bring in your devices, bring in your phones, bring in your computers. We want to try to to help you with that. You go to libraries or other places and you're just expected to, you know, do it yourself. But here we provide that level of service. And so I really think that it, it helps the community. Yeah, because it, it can be a little intimidating at first when you walk in or you're like a digital library, how's that going to work? But then like, you know, the staff definitely like plays a big part in that, like, you know, welcoming, helping you, pointing out, you know, different things, so. I think it's also interesting how, like all the workers here have different hats each day that we help with different problems. We will help someone retrieve pictures or print out old pictures on their phone, or we'll help them with an application, or we'll help them type a resume, or help them create a flyer for their business or anything like that. It's just crazy how we just have to kind of know a little bit of everything to help be able to help out because we want to do the best. That's so true. I have learned so many new skills yeah. working here. <laughs> and it's so funny because earlier Rosanna mentioned that she finds herself learning new skills from our uh, senior patrons. Mm -hmm. I find myself learning skills from younger people. And so, <laughs> for instance, if I'm going to do a program utilizing like an Arduino board and I go to watch a video on how to use an Arduino, it's a seven year old kid who's showing me how to do it. So <laughs> it, 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 it's very humbling uh, working here. There's always something you to learn so that's awesome so see patrons don't only deal with like the age gap so does the staff <laughs> yeah, and all i heard was that jesse just called himself really old. <laughs> <laughs> uh senior <laughs> he's getting there <laughs> maybe you get discounts now <laughs> i can hope <laughs>
In addition to the branches, we also uh, like to participate in a lot of events. Uh, I know that we're coming up on a pretty big event uh, this Saturday. It's the San Antonio Book Fest on May 21st. Get hyped. Get hyped. It's actually the first time that they're doing it since before the pandemic. So that's really awesome. Pretty big. Yeah, you're going to have a whole VR setup and... 3D printing. Oh yeah, 3D printing. Yeah, Bibliotech, we're going out there to, uh, you know, talk about the library's resources, register patrons, but we'll also be out there with uh, VR headsets, 3D printing activities, logic games. Uh, so just come out, it's going to be a lot of fun and you can learn about the library. And I mean, even if you don't want to say hi to us necessarily, you know, there's still a lot of cool things to check out. <laughs> <laughs> but please come say hi to us. I came for the VR headset, not for you. <laughs> In that very... <laughs> Understood. I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> I don't read. <laughs> That's all right. We, we have audiobooks, we yeah. have movies, we have comics, which is kind of reading, but you know, a Cooler. little more fun sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, in addition to um, our ebooks, audiobooks, movies, and comics, we also have online learning resources through LinkedIn Learning, Universal Class. We also have Treehouse, which is coding um, classes things as well. We have Masterclass. And so for LinkedIn Learning, I know that's like a $300 subscription, but with your bibliotech card, it's free, which is just amazing. <laughs> it's of course linked to LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever you get certificates, you can even actually link it to your LinkedIn account, mm -hmm. uh, which is just awesome, right? Employers, um, if you're looking for a job, you can have that attached and they'll see that and be like, wow, look at this person with these certificates. <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, Masterclass myself. It's the NBA playoffs right now. And so everyone's watching Steph Curry uh, ball out. And so I'm like, I would like to ball out too. So Steph Curry has a class on Masterclass, how to shoot the ball. And so that's what I'm taking right now. And who knows, maybe I'll make my NBA. Debut. I know. I was like, I did the first lesson. That's it. You're already drafted. Right. <laughs> Will they teach me how to dunk on someone? <laughs> I got to work on my vertical. <laughs> yeah, and then a little bit more about Masterclass. So for me, Gordon Ramsay is like top tier chef, mm -hmm. right? I would like for him to yell at me and I'd be okay with it. Um, but he does a lot of classes on like, I think one of the ones was like, it was just making a simple dish like asparagus, but he takes it to a next level. And I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna use it to take home, impress my wife, right? <laughs> That's gonna be awesome, I'm gonna some points there. <laughs> Pat myself on the back, so definitely an awesome resource. I've heard of the dog training course on Masterclass and I heard that was a godsend for someone, for another coworker who had a puppy and having all these issues, I mean, raising a puppy is like raising a baby, I feel. And so I'm excited to utilize that because my dog's a nightmare. <laughs> you know, your dog's adorable. <laughs> but it's, it's good that you brought that up because I, I could definitely use some refreshers with uh, my dogs. My, I have four dogs. Just oh, like I have four dogs. So. I know, especially with National Pet Month coming up, definitely look into that masterclass. Well, is there anything that uh, anyone in particular is excited about? Maybe something they're listening to, playing, reading? Right now, let's see, I just, I'm in the middle of reading the Dragon Ball Super uh, manga. I just finished the Moro wow. uh, story arc, which was amazing. They haven't shown that uh, animated, so whenever they do, it's going to be awesome. Really, really looking forward to the new uh, Dragon Ball Super movie that's going to be released in August, I believe, here in wow. a while. I didn't even know they were releasing another one. I know, it's with our boy Gohan cool. this time. It's crazy because Gohan's my favorite character and they're finally giving him some love, so I'm excited. Well, I'm, I just recently started reading The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, um, well, wow. Listening to it in the audiobook on Hoopla. 
uh-huh. uh, wherever it's available. Uh-huh. Um, so, man, it starts off right there. They're just like, hey, so this is what's happening. I'm like, whoa. I haven't seen the show, um, but I'm pretty excited to hear the audiobook. Yeah. The show's amazing. But I am excited for House of Dragon, too. We also have all the, the Game of Thrones books, or at least the ones that are out. Um, we're still waiting on that one that's been for- <laughs> taking forever to come out, also on Cloud Library, I believe. It's either Cloud Library or Hoopla. Um, I tried getting into that, but uh, that audiobook is like 50 million years long. Oh, okay, like, man. Forever. I'm, like, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> well, you know, by the time you finish it, maybe the final book will come out. I know. Per- probably not. Probably not. Yeah, you know what, Jesse, you're right. <laughs> I've thought of that, but I'm like, I'm not ready for this commitment. <laughs> or the disappointment waiting <laughs> waiting for that last book. Hopefully uh, the author does a lot better uh, than the ending of the show. You know, show endings have just been so disappointing lately. Let's, oh man. Ah, <laughs> uh, Killing Eve, right? It's, yes. it's kind of like you find yourself thinking, why can't it just end the way I imagined? <laughs> exactly, cater to me. <laughs> but uh, it's funny you brought up the Killing Eve thing because even the author of the books, he was like, no, I, I was not a big fan of that ending. I knew fans oh, weren't going to like that ending to the point where he's like, I'm working on another book right now, but I'm going to put out <laughs> another Killing Eve book after this. I am so sorry for y'all. <laughs> yeah, I may have to check that show out because it's completely done, right? It's it's done, done. The first yeah. two seasons, solid. Third season's kind of like a toss-up, but personally, I liked it. And then the fourth season, I watch like snippets on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> another show that they're sort of redoing that was a movie was the Percy Jackson series. Oh, so they did those first two movies uh-huh. and the author reordering. That's how you say it, I think. Uh-huh. Which is actually from San Antonio, which is pretty awesome. Oh, wow. Um, we actually have the books on Cloud, Li- Cloud Library. I think we have some comics, so the graphic novels of the books on Hoopla, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, those are a little bit more manageable to read because sometimes I get bored yeah. hearing the audiobooks. So the graphic novel is kind of cool. Um, but they're going to start redoing the show on Netflix. And he's all on board. He's one of the writers and the screenplay. So hopefully that's a lot better than the movies. Wow. Those were cool. You didn't like the movies? I never saw them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really like them. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool because like uh, Ricky's a lot more involved in the show this time. So I think that's going to definitely have exactly. more of an authenticity yeah. to it. I think I'm just going to start calling him Rick. I feel like I need to <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rick. All this stuff that we talked about, most of the stuff can be found on Cloud Library and Hoopla. So if y'all like to uh, read about what we're talking about, you know, feel free, log in. Or if you don't have a card, come by and uh, get one for free. Yeah, and if you, uh, if you can't stop by one of our three branches, um, you can definitely find us, you can register for a card at bearbibliotech.org, so that's Bear as in Bear County. Um, you'll go to register, it's gonna be one of the first links. They'll ask you for some information, they'll give you a library card, you create your password, and then you have all the resources available to you. You know, not just that, but we also have uh, social media pages, our Instagram, YouTube. Um, check us out on there. We have a lot of recommendations. We promote a lot of our resources. In fact, uh, we have summer coming up so with the kids out of school we have our uh, steam program you know summer reading programs coming up gonna be a lot of fun and the most exciting thing we're gonna be back to in-person programming yeah i'm definitely pretty excited about that yeah i'm, I'm itching for it in this branch alone we have eight programs in-person programs available so yeah and i'm super definitely super excited to see the other branches because they have like an art club they have origami mm-hmm. they have um what else do they have? Mocktail Mondays. Mocktail Mondays. <laughs> and just imagine doing that in person. I'm not sure yeah. they're going to be doing those yeah. the same. 
but uh, it's definitely gonna be super exciting having everything in person. Um, you can actually find, so each branch has their own social media uh, on Instagram. So Bibliotech South, you can look for them on Bibliotech South, Bibliotech East, and Bibliotech West. Go ahead and follow us there. That's mainly where we do most of our posting. Um, we do, you know, current events, you know, there's a, a national day for that day. We'll make a post for that. We'll connect you to some of our resources, um, but give us a follow, definitely. Mm-hmm. And watch those cool 3D printing time-lapse videos as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the recent one was the Mandalorian yeah. helmet. Oh, oh yeah, cool. definitely. The life-size Mandalorian helmet. It fit my head, I, not without glasses though, so I couldn't be like all evil and confident <laughs> as I wanted to be. <laughs> blind confidence. Yeah, I'm the blind bounty hunter. <laughs> I know, I'm excited because the plan officially is to 3D print one for each staff, right? For yeah, Comic-Con. So you can catch us at Comic-Con yeah. with Mandalorian helmets. Gonna be pretty awesome. It's gonna be pretty epic. And like, there's actually different like helmets that we could print out. Cause there's one that's like even like a Boba Fett helmet. So maybe one of us could have one of those. Oh, cool. We're gonna paint them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our staff members, Andy, um, he's like super into three D printing, and he's painted his own full set of Mandalorian armor. So we're definitely he's gonna help us out so we can get look all freaking cool at our Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, and Comic Con is an event that we hold every year, and basically it's a chance for all of us to just nerd out on everything that we're into, maybe watching or listening to. We pl- we're planning on having uh, comic book artists, video game studios, bibliotech's gonna have our own activities like VR and photo booths and video game contests. Um, so come out and nerd out with us. <laughs> and the cool thing too is that every that it's gonna be free. Like the entrance is gonna be free. Someone like, we're gonna have like an artist alley where artists can sell their items, things like that. Um, so you can ter- definitely purchase like artwork if you're into that type of stuff, connect with some like local comic book store. But yeah, definitely a, a free event. Um, as I said, some some vendors will be charging for certain things, but the things that Bibliotech puts on, like the VR, the gaming, um, the gaming competition, all be free. Yeah, we're gonna have like demonstrations there too. Um, it's gonna be at, assuming things uh, work out time-wise, it's gonna be at our new branch, Bibliotech EDU. Uh, so, yeah, it's in the Fox, you know. it'll be at the Fox, Texas thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, school system there. So not only will we have the convention going on, but you know, it'll allow people to check out that space. Um, students who are on that holiday weekend break, you know, it'll give them a chance to wind down or if they're making new friends, you know, like connect with each other, bond over fandom. Yeah, yeah definitely. Friends. And as it gets closer, we'll be giving out more um, information that's a little bit more specific. Uh, right now we're in the planning phase. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I said, you know, as soon as it gets closer, yeah. let's a big detail, we'll roll that out and let just, y'all know. Just get ready. Uh, start working on your cosplay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, definitely. You know, ship wars, fandom wars, <laughs> we want them all there. I'm going as Chewbacca and I don't need a costume, <laughs> I just grow my hair. Hi, <laughs> so nobody else can go as Chewbacca. If you, you will be denied at the door. Uh, oh. can you do- there you go. <laughs> I was just about to ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> That was me saying I can make the points. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I understood it. <laughs> well, we covered a lot on our first podcast. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Once again, if you want more information on anything we talked about, our resources, upcoming programs, check out our Instagram pages. Go to Bear Bibliotech. We are going to have it all on there. And once again, I'm Rosanna. I'm Jesse. I'm Israel. I'm Ruby. And uh, this has been Bibliotech On Air.